one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know, her dog took a dump last time we did one of these. You saw them right by her foot, and she had to pretend that it didn't happen. And that takes a, you know, that takes yeah, that's a, some. Yeah, I'm really good at compartmentalizing. You are listening to Divorce Party with Monica Casey and Tom Arnold. We are so excited to welcome our next guest. She is a leading wellness and Reiki expert, spiritual empowerment coach, entrepreneur, mother, and author of Burning Bright, Rituals, Reiki, and Self-Care to Heal Burnout, Anxiety, and Stress. You can get it on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Please welcome to the show, Kelsey Patel. Hey. Hi, Tom. Hi, Mon. Hi, how are you? Hi, thank you for coming on. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about, so what's funny about you coming on, Kelsey, is Tom and I started this podcast, obviously, because we were both going through divorce the same time. And, you know, we talk about divorce parties and the funny stories of divorce, but you're actually our first guest who is not divorced. (laughs) Right, right. Knock on wood. But also what I feel like has come up as a theme, the longer we've done the podcast is self-care and Mm -hmm. mental health. Mm -hmm. And we've heard it from lawyers. We've heard it from our guests. So I feel like it's actually, I'm getting like goosebumps that you're on today because, um, so I was telling Tom when I was going through my divorce, I was going to regular therapy uh, probably two times a week during the first six months, you know, because it was extra, extra excitement happening in my life. And then a couple months in, even though I'd done therapy for years, I felt like there was something I wasn't getting. I just felt this, like I needed something energetically to move through or get out. Like I, you know, once you go to therapy long enough, not that you're an actual therapist, but you can start to anticipate if you ask the right questions, like what the answer is or how to use your tools to deal with that. And so I forget how, but a very dear friend, a mutual friend of ours referred me to Kelsey 
And the first session I had with Kelsey was just such a release and so moving in so many ways. And so I want to talk about what Kelsey does and your book and all the things. But first, can you tell Tom and any listeners out there that don't know what is Reiki or what is it to you? Yeah, um, of course. So Reiki to me has just been this really supportive tool and it for anyone who's never had it or doesn't kind of get into the energetics of things um it can be really unknown and a little scary for someone monica you were super open and just kind of like whatever something and but for me reiki is really a modality to be able to kind of hold yourself and regulate your own energy so we are energy bodies, right? E equals MC squared. We're all made up of energy. And in Reiki, what you're really doing is you're using your hands. And so for anyone out there listening, if you've ever seen a picture of somebody doing yoga and they have these dots going down the body, those are our chakras. We have many chakras in the body and your hands, the palms of your hands also have chakras, like the base of your feet, right? So you have chakras all over your body. It's these energy points. And I like to tell people with Reiki, you're basically tapping into, you could call it air, you could call it life force energy, you can call it God, you're tapping into energy, right? We are these energy bodies and you're doing it to bring balance and harmony to yourself or a recipient. So if you've ever had acupuncture or you think of acupuncture, they place these tiny little needles all over your body to help your energy start to move, right? Your chi energy in Reiki, Reiki is a Japanese term. So it's a little bit similar in the sense that it's energy, but instead of using needles, we're using the hands and the chakras of the hands to help move energy in the body. And for someone who's going through a perhaps more, it's not a physical trauma, Monica, like you didn't come to me with a broken knee, but you had a broken heart. Mm-hmm. And so what I can work on somebody who has a broken knee with Reiki, but you can also really help tend to the energy, the subtle energy body that is inside of a human that is being that feels stuck, that can feel broken, that can feel like it has no place to go and it has no way of releasing. So part of what we did in our sessions together and part of what I do in any session is we communicate, we talk a little bit and discover kind of what's coming up for you on that day, what it is that you're wanting to move or release. And then you close your eyes, you lay down and I start to work on the subtle energies of the body. There can be releasing, there can be a sense of peace that comes for people. So everybody's reaction is very different. Um, but I know that's a very long winded, uh, way of saying it, but energy is, is something that we can't see and we can't physically touch. So I can't tell you in one word what it's going to do because a lot of times it's a feeling that someone has to have and you have to have it with your practitioner. If you don't feel safe, if you don't feel like you have the ability to let go, then that's kind of how far you're going to be able to get in a session. Well, you know, when when Monica first uh, did her list of things that she did to move on from her divorce or divorce party. She made kind of a list of things. And, and she said, uh, I, I saw a Reiki master. I, I, th- I hope I'm pronouncing it right. And I pictured a dude, like a muscular dude with a G-string, 
boiled up. I did, but and then I thought, is it is it deep? Is it like rolfing? Because that seems that was painful when I did that. Do you actually touch? Does your hands the the you do they float over the body? I, 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 how do, how does that work? Yeah, that's a really good question. So. Typically speaking, in the modality that I was trained in, um, it I would actually, it, which is, there's a sensei, he was in Japan, there's a whole long history of it. Anybody who studied Reiki would know sort of the lineage that they come from, but the lineage that I came from um, was through Reiki Master Asui. And so he had very specific hand placements and the hands typically don't touch the body. The only places that I would ever touch are the back of the head. I kind of hold the back of the head to start off a session. And you'd be shocked at how much energy can pass through and get cleared just by holding the back of someone's head. And then basically the rest of the session, I'm hovering uh, different parts of the body. And then I also usually will hold the, um, again, those chakras, I'll hold the feet chakras with my hand chakras. So that's basically the arch of your foot. Um, and that is another really, Monica, do you remember that point? That's yeah. a really powerful place. And Tom, it's so crazy because even though she doesn't touch you in other, you know, parts of your body, which I know you'd probably love, um, <laughs> you know, you do feel, you can feel electricity. You can feel almost like electric you energy, heat sometimes or cool uh, and then and she's not even touching you it's really amazing i think that uh, that when i do i get massages uh, the kids and i get massages and i think it's i always think i'm not going to do that i'm like but it does remind me that i have a body and uh, just to be in touch because you could go through your life just looking in the mirror at your eyes your head and you go okay that's that's fine but uh, just anything where uh, somebody's focused on your body reminds you, oh, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. And I sense that's, uh, that's what what you do. And it's like the connection between your brain and, you know, your physical. It somehow, I feel like, helps align them a little bit. I would say all of that. And if we can remember and think of this idea of we are mind, body, spirit, or mind, body, soul. So in the work that I do, I always want to remind my clients that you cannot have one without the other. They're all going to, they're all connected. So they're all going to be impacting each other. So if you're not taking care of your mind, but you're taking really good care of your body, and you maybe take a little care of your soul, kind of this sense of purpose, this sense of love, this sense of trust, you're going to have an imbalance, right? If you're not actively connected to your mind and what are my thoughts saying to me? What is my mind telling me when I'm not aware of it? All of that. The same way you could be very, very connected to your mind and have a great, say it's a meditation practice and you don't do shit with your body right? They're all going to be impacting each other. And so with Reiki, what I have really found over the years is it is this beautiful harmony for all aspects of the triangle, right? It's helping the mind and it's supporting the physical body because you're going into a deep state of relaxation. So a lot of things can slough off when you're just in a deep state of surrender, really. 
And it's also supporting the spirit because a lot of times, like you, Monica, a lot of times when people get into this very, very deep state of relaxation, you may have felt that Tom in a massage. Mm-hmm. If you've ever had a massage that suddenly the, the therapist is kind of going rhythmically in such a way where your whole body can kind of start to really drop and release. In those moments, we get this beautiful place where our brain might be what we believe is our brain showing us an image of something, but it's something that's actually speaking to our soul. And so, for example, with Monica, when we were in sessions, she would have a vision of something that we would talk about later. And it's not that her brain was running and racing and that was where the vision came from. It was something that was trying to speak and communicate to her through her heart space, through her soul space, through her spirit. Do you, do you want to share more yeah. about that? So Tom, this is the, I don't know if I ever told you this, but the one of the craziest sessions that I ever had with Kelsey, I don't even know if it was a normal day before I got there or whatever. There were so many different ups and downs, but I go in to see her just like normal once or twice a week and she's working on me and it was getting really intense. Like I could just hear her making kind of like noises too. And at one point she was like, Tom's eyes just got really big. Yeah. You were like, I, do you mind if, is it okay if I sort of perform like almost like a metaphysical surgery? Is that kind of how you say? Yeah. And I'm like, whatever sister do it. And I'm, you know, just totally surrendering. And I don't know if it was during the session or after, but she goes, Monica, I just have to tell you this. I just really felt like your grandmother was wanting to come through. And now I've only been working with Kelsey for maybe a couple months. She doesn't know all my garbaggio like my therapist does for years, you know? So she has no idea what my connection to my grandma is, who was very powerful in my life. And so I'm like, hmm, okay. And I wasn't being skeptical, but I was like, whatever. What's this lady talking about? So I drive home after the session and I get home and my daughter's there with her nanny and there's another little kid over with their nanny. And I bring in all these groceries and I go in my room to put my bag down and there are ashes Mm -hmm. all over the floor in my bedroom. And I open my closet door and my grandmother's urn that I've kept in that closet for a year had, and it was taped shut, had been untaped and thrown around my room. And the other two nannies were not watching our kids. And the two kids went in my closet and opened my grandmother's ashes (laughs) and they were everywhere. And she was, and in our thing, she was like, your grandmother wants to be out. Like she, that was another thing you said. You're like, she wants to be out. She wants to be like, to see you living in your space, like something like that. And so after like screaming bloody murder and locking myself in my room and crying for an hour over the spilt ashes, I then like scooped whatever was left, put it back. And from now on, my grandmother's ashes are on my mantle in my house in like a beautiful marble and crystal sort of case so it's you also remember mon and i don't know if it was that same session but it was another one and by the way just so you know tom when she says i was making noises what was happening because i know (laughs) you're gonna want to go back there is i sometimes kind of in this in the idea of energy right we have to clear energy and we have to move things around so with permission I was also at that point just kind of trying to take any of the gunk, if you will, any of the garbage. It's like 
it's like if you go to a workout and you get a really good sweat on, right? It's the toxins. It's just kind of the energetic toxins, just getting them all out so we can clear way for some messages to come through, for some new energy, just for lightness and clarity. And one of the sessions, Monica, and I think this was about your grandmother as well. It's been a little while, but uh, I kept telling you that I saw a, a bunny and it was like a specific color. And I, I was like, I don't know why I'm seeing this. It's very weird for me to just say it. And you had told me that there was some picture or some painting. Uh, do you remember now? I think is on Easter Sunday, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yes. One of something about I think that. it was one of the only few pictures I have sort of of my grandma and I when that we were was it. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I keep being told to tell you about a bunny and I, whatever the color was, I was saying the color of it. And you were like, okay, once again, like, mm. okay. and then you came back, I think the next week and you're like, holy fuck, guilty. Yeah. That was the picture of my grandmother and I with money. And to anyone listening, I get it. It sounds like I, you could say any of these things and somebody could be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course, like anybody could find a bunny anywhere in their life. Like I really do get that. And I will just say before I started doing this work, I was the biggest skeptic of it. I was very type A. I came from a home with a mother who suffered from bipolarity and depression, a father who had kind of in and out alcoholism. And so my way of managing the world was control, was super type A. I worked in the United States Senate on Capitol Hill. I worked for a Fortune 500 company and did crisis PR. Like I was a machine and I suffered extremely through back pain, debilitating back pain. And I never knew until I started to learn things like yoga and meditation and breath work and then found Reiki found me, I should say, I never knew that our physical body was usually a direct response to the stress and the anxiety that we were experiencing mentally and emotionally. I couldn't make those two things kind of sync up together. And so I suffered extremely from back and neck pain. And that was sort of when Reiki came into my life and I started to feel this relief. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, I don't, I don't understand this. I don't even think I like it, but it is working. And so that was sort of how I got on the path of it. And then Monica, if you remember, we also did a really powerful technique called EFT, which is emotional freedom technique, which is basically you do tapping. And I don't know if you've ever seen this, Tom, but it's tapping on sort of different parts of the the face, uh, different parts of um, the hand. And as you're tapping, you're kind of doing these repetitive, you could even call them a mantra, but these affirmations of either releasing something or kind of bringing something in. And I think Monica, that was a really powerful tool for you. In your it really did help because I had a lot of you know insecurities and self-doubt and all of these things. And in a sense, it was like a positive reprogramming of my thinking and my beliefs and letting go of just like old stories and old voices in my head. And your anger. You had a lot of anger. Yeah. And you in that release of like we would do different things, not it's not going to be an exact one, um, but something like even though I'm so angry at myself for letting it come to this or whatever it may be, 
Mm -hmm. I deeply and profoundly choose to love and forgive myself. So you're actually addressing the thing that is creating all of the bottled up emotion. And not only are you addressing it and recognizing it, you're releasing it and embarking on a journey of forgiveness, self-love, self-empowerment, self-awareness. One of the things also I loved about our sessions is, and Tom, I feel like you probably you know, since you're a dad too, and you're always on the run and traveling for work. Um, I forget how it came about, but Kelsey, jump in if you remember or why you do this. But in one of our sessions, Kelsey was like, I don't want, like, don't talk in terms of like, I should, or I have to, or whatever. She was like, she gave me an index card and she said, I want you to start daily writing. What do I want, need, and feel? And kind of approach your daily life with that, whether it's like food or, you know, what's going to make me feel good today? Maybe taking that hike or whatever. Do you want to elaborate on what that, why we, why you do that or? Yeah. Yeah. And again, that kind of comes back to the mind as even Tom was talking about when we started is, you know, movement for the mind. If the brain is inside of the physical body, right? Sometimes we all think that our brain is somehow like this other entity that's not in our physical body. And if you move your physical body, you're naturally moving the energy of the brain as well, right? So you're kind of like hiccuping, resetting the system. And it's the same in reverse. If you are working and exercising in the mind, you're going to naturally impact the body, right? They work together. So if somebody's having a shit day, I'll often be like, well, how many times did you get up today and go for a walk or go just walk around the block for 10 minutes? Did you get up without your devices and just go, even if it's just to go to the bathroom or go fold some laundry in between calls or go make yourself uh, a nice cup of tea or something, just those moments of movement and changing the direction of which whatever our brain is doing is going to impact everything. And it's the same way if you are changing the way that you're looking at your life and all of the responsibilities you have. Whenever you hear somebody say, oh, I should really go to the grocery store today. Oh, I should really go to that birthday party. Oh, I should definitely call that person back. This energy of should, it just has a color and a taint on it that feels obligatory, not like a personal choice, right? And we all have to do shit, of course. But when you can start to actually work with your desires, work with wherever you're at in that moment and how you're feeling and what you need for yourself and you start meeting yourself in the moment, you'll find that first of all, things can become much easier. Things flow a lot quicker and things actually start to feel more joyful. And I think in a world that we live in now in 2023 and all the things that we've all been through, I think it takes a really brave person to be joyful because we have every reason around us with everything that we have going on, people going through divorce, people going through just the world at large. It takes a really brave person to make the choice to say, I'm going to choose joy Mm -hmm. and I'm going to let myself have these choices every day. And I think that's, if there's any message today, I feel like that is the most powerful one that people can embark on and begin now is what do I need today just for me? And it could be, and when you really listen, 
it's a lot more simple than people think it's going to be. It's what I need today. I just need a warm meal at lunch. You know, like it can be so simple. I need 15 minutes to just lay on the bed and close my eyes and be in the dark for my reset. It's really easy. But if you're not listening and you're not paying attention to those nudges or you're not even giving them permission to live and to breathe, or for yourself to have wants and needs, then you're really not gonna be able to show up to anything authentically and in a state of joy, which is also your health most often than not. Yeah. I think uh, a friend, Sharon Stone sent me a thing that says, uh, the most important decision you're gonna make today is to be in a good mood. <laughs> and it's a little bit like what you're saying with the, the joy. And I, I, I've been in, bad relationships where uh, I, I was working out, I was literally in the middle of it, and I'm still not feeling joy. And I, I thought, maybe that's over. Maybe that. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, it just doesn't come back. And, uh, uh, but, it, but, but it does, obviously. But, and the minutia of doing stuff, you know, you're so right. That that's something I've learned in the last few years of having these kids, too. Like, I... The dishes don't get in the dishwasher unless I put a dishwasher. I did. It took me so long to learn how to use the dishwasher. It took me long to learn how to use the the washing machine, the dryer. You know, it just seemed like oh, very technical, operational stuff. And the 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 freedom I feel knowing now that I could because I do like not seeing clutter, and I, my whole life has been about clutter, clutter, clutter. And, uh, and putting some order for my in my head, but but it is those those things. And uh, you know, I mean, I, you you talk about going to the get groceries. I went to the store to get toilet paper and accidentally brought bought uh, paper towels. Like I bought a <laughs> ton of, and I looked at them. I was reading it. I thought it said uh, toilet paper, but I brought them. And then I got home and I had to. I was like, I still don't have toilet paper. <laughs> I better. And then I went back and uh, <laughs> did it right. But then I also. Learned a lesson. CVS sells toilet paper. It's in a different aisle than the the paper towels, but you can get your toilet paper there. So it doesn't have to be a big where you get all your groceries and do that thing you do once a week. And and uh, but yeah, you, you life can be easy. You could go over there and get my many prescriptions and, and toilet paper. You get so many things, and I also think Tom, if I may, how much support do you let yourself receive? Mm -hmm. Well, I, you know, I am in recovery. I do have a, a very, uh, pretty great support group there. Then the, uh, uh, then there's also the support of the, 
you know, uh, the other addict alcoholics out there that you you run into. I think that uh, I have a very small world. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, I did see one of my my 40 year oldest friend and his wife at CVS Saturday when I was we stopped at the aisle and talked. I was like, that's a I just had an adult play date. We talked about our kids and this, and that. And that felt pretty good. I got to do that more. And I, last- I was just going to say, I think what I, when I hear that all of the stuff you're doing, and I think anyone who has gone through a divorce or is going through one can also feel a lot of times the weight of the world. I have a girlfriend who just got separated. They have two small kids. They both, her and her husband both have full-time jobs. And there's just a lot of new experiences that are like learning the dishwasher, learning all these other things. And part of, I think, letting yourself go through all of these experiences as they come is also recognizing what are the things that you need personally to be the best version of yourself. So you've identified working out is super important for you. You've identified just moving, moving your body, just getting up and down, you know, the balance, all of that. And having that encounter with friends is also reminding you that there is really rich, powerful energy in just being with people that you care for and enjoy. And I think for a lot of, I know for sure for a lot of women, there is this forgetfulness of how joyful and how powerful and how great you feel when you've just had time with your close circle of girlfriends or guy friends. But that those are those micro moments of joy of whether or not it's today you reach out to some friends and say, hey, can we all grab dinner? Or hey, does anybody want to take the kids to the park and just get some coffee or whatever it may be? But those are the micro choices that create the macro joy. And if we don't use the language with ourselves of what do I need right now in my life? What do I want? How am I feeling today? Because you can't, if you're feeling like crap or you're feeling depleted or burnt out and you're not getting the massage or you're not getting that that outing or that time with friends that makes you feel restored and refueled, or you're not getting outside then you're just going to keep creeping down, 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 down until you feel buried. And so those moments are also just these little nudges, I would say, from the universe to be like, you see those friends that you just randomly ran into in the CVS aisle? Those are people that want to, that could possibly bring even more joy and excitement and sort of that sense of fullness and fulfillment. I think too, you know, I, I think when, you, when you're in a, a toxic relationship, sometimes it takes uh, a while to go, oh, my God, that was so toxic. And that still, you know, I bet Monica's got a happy, happy ending, knock on wood so far, but with her. But I've been in a six-year custody divorce mm-hmm. thing, and I realized lately that I cannot, you know, because at first I think you, you have a breakup, and everybody – you have a tough breakup, Monica's, everybody has a tough breakup. And then you think, well, this thing's going to turn around at some point. We got these kiddos and and uh, we'll get on the other side of this. Um, that doesn't always happen. But what I'm working on now is just uh, uh, continuing to work on myself, uh, uh, trying to figure out how to, to stay out of that 
that stuff. Stay out of the mix. Stay out of the, the uh, you know, just to simplify all contacts with the, the other person. You know, whether it's, and the judges have done that. <laughs> they said, like, he, no, there's a school. He drives up, you pick up, whatever. Nobody has to go by anybody's house. And, and it's been helpful. But I think that I um, think about it too much. I think I, mm-hmm. uh, and it su- the, sucks the creativity about uh, out of me. And I think it has for a while. I'm trying to get on the other side of that by just doing things. But it, it, creativity is an important thing to me, too. And it could be working on something or doing this with Monica or, or sitting down and really hyper-focusing on something. And I, you know, I so now I'm working on getting on the other uh, side of, yeah, I, I have no control. And, uh, and just continuing to make myself uh, sober and healthier and uh but you know i uh so yeah i'm working on that that's a that's a thing that uh that i could sit here and go oh shit that thing that sense of dread i've got to do this and i've got to engage or i have to go to court or whatever and it really has been uh you know it's always the right i'm happy i have my kids i'm happy i'm happy for everything that's happened you know the money the whatever because uh, uh but it is something, and, and you go, is that person ever going to change? And, and then eventually I realize, oh, no, I have, there is nothing that I can do. And that's really what I'm working on now is just, you know, uh, uh, figure out the best way to release all that, yeah. you know, and, and move on, you know. And the only way we all, it can be very easy. By the way, my husband was divorced when we met. And I have two stepsons. So I came into what was a bit of chaos. um, And it was really hard. I almost left several times because I was like, screw this. Like, I did not. I fell in love with you, but I did not sign up for. And one of the things I wanted to bring up with you too, Kelsey, was I'm sure most people, when you're thinking about, oh, one day when I meet my person and I get married... I don't think most people think like, yeah, and they're going to be divorced with their own children from the, you know, like everyone comes with baggage, but like, I don't think most women especially think like, I'm going to be the second wife. (laughs) No, in fact, I had three parameters for myself that I did not want going into a marriage. I did not want to date someone more than 10 years older than me. My husband is 10 and a half years older than me. I did not want to of course, of course, I didn't want to be with somebody who was divorced or had kids. And I didn't want to be with someone I had this kind of like very, um, this very non LA, I guess you could call it since we all understand LA. I had this mentality because I grew up in North Dakota. And I started working at age 12. I wanted to be with someone who was not financially like independent or well-off. I wanted somebody who was like, we are grinding, we are working, we are contributing. I worked on Capitol Hill as a public servant. And I married someone who was basically retired at age 40. I'm right. But I'm just saying how interesting that those were all things. Yeah. Everything you say you don't want. Everything I said I didn't want. The universe like flips and says, oh no, we're going to look at all of this. Where Where are you from in North Dakota? Grand Forks, North Dakota. Oh, well, I'm from Iowa. I performed at Grand Forks. 
one of the first things I did as stand-up comedians, I opened up for dancers, uh, naked entertainers. And we traveled the whole way, the Grand Forks we hit, and what would happen is we'd come into a town, we hit every town up there, and the women were older than me. They were amazing, though. They were so tough. And if people, I go on first, and if the, the men who are not there to see me, right, uh, yeah, if right. they don't give me the proper uh, respect, the women, these two women, they come out and go, hey, we're not going to fucking take our clothes off unless you laugh at him. You better not. And they're like, oh, sorry. Sorry. And uh, that was a, a That's amazing. But, you know, uh, Grand Forks, uh, it's a different world. And, and like a tumble Iowa is a different world than, Very different you know, and your expectations growing up are differently. Let me ask one more bi bi uh, bi biographical question. Yes. What, what senator for what, what did you do at the u.s senate yes i worked for senator kent conrad he was a democrat and he was the chairman of the budget committee for many many years he was one of the most he is he's still around but he was not as a senator anymore he gave up <laughs> at some point when nobody would look at the budget and what was happening in the world um but he was one of just the most amazing amazing humans i also had a chance to meet at one point paul wellstone Oh, yeah. um, who was the Minnesota senator who uh, tragically died in a plane crash. And he was one of the most incredible, um, incredible humans uh, around. So I had a very fun time. Rockefeller used to come in and throw hoagies at us in the office. And we just we were there right when Obama got in um, as a senator. And I remember Senator Conrad came into the office and he was like he was so happy, which his demeanor was usually pretty like. Yeah. And he came into the office and he was like just slapping himself with joy because he said, he's like, we have finally found our nominee. And he was a freshman senator at this point. Yeah. He already saw and predicted um, that he was going to be in in the presidency. Well, you know, it's funny, funny story. The other the guy that Obama replaced as senator, a guy named Ryan, uh, uh, his uh, he had a <laughs> he and his wife I think they the scandal was they would go out to these swingers clubs, and uh, then she later said I didn't want to go but she played my girlfriend on Jackie Thomas, no on the, way my first back in the day, and she's great very good actor and uh, so I always feel like I was helpful to Obama somehow by some connection That's you but, contributed. Yeah. We both contributed in different um, ways. Yeah, you guys are such givers, especially Tom. Um, you know, the people we respect, you're talking about the senators, you respect Tom Harkin from Iowa, mm. good friend. You know, you look at these people like, and it's such a crazy world, the Senate, the whatever. And, but there are true believers there. There are people that really are there to take care of their constituents. And maybe make life a little better for everyone. And so yeah, yeah these days you, you hear the stuff, you're like, they'll never get anything done. They hate each other. They lie all the time. But, but there are people, and you've had the experience, it also showed you what a good man is. You know, you go, you watch these, uh, somebody uh, do the right thing and stuff, you're like, well, that's, that's what I want. He's too old for me because he's over 10 years. Uh, but that's, I, I can see what I want. I want somebody that respects my principles. Yeah, because you have principles, and uh, and and there you go. Now, when you when they book you, when you get booked, like when Monica booked you, 
Does she book you and you discuss? Well, maybe we'll do this two times a week for a little while. Like how long is a, how long? Yeah, like if a new client wants to come to you, yeah, let's promote Kelsey. And also (laughs) I want you to talk about your book too. Yes, yes. Well, fortunately and sadly, fortunately for me, maybe sadly for listeners, (laughs) I don't actually do uh, like deep Reiki sessions anymore. I actually realized for my own safety and well-being um, that I was getting too depleted and I didn't have enough of my own resources. And as a mother, I have uh, my husband and I very accidentally and unintentionally had a baby. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Uh, almost, she'll be two in October, but we've had a lot of change since then. Um, moved houses, like a lot of stuff. And so I started doing, I now do 20 minute, I call them clarity sessions. So I do 20 minute phone calls with people. It's over Zoom. It's not video. And I, I, I like really- this. I, this, this I'll do. This, this is, right, this is for the ADD. Yeah. But Tom, it's so good. It's like 20 minutes. And I just, I, it, it's very much in the realm of what I used to do because I'm, I'm, I'm channeling and I'm really, we get clear on one thing or might be a couple things that are coming up for you. And the message is just flow through and it's really awesome. I, I've seen incredible, um, really like incredible shifts that people have made from it. Um, actually my girlfriend who's separated right now just booked a session with me for next week to do it. Um, so that's, that's what I do now. I would say though, for anyone who feels like a longer treatment and Reiki and really like lying and receiving, um, I'm a big believer that you have to feel a connection to the person. So getting a recommendation from a friend is always a great start. It's like a massage therapist or a a babysitter. It's like we really, I think, run on recommendations um, from a trusted source. I will say just because somebody works well for one person doesn't always mean that it's going to be the best one. So don't feel bad if it's not the right vibe. Um, I also have a, on my website, I have a whole page of resource to book sessions with incredible healers that I have either trained, found, or trust immensely. And what's your website? KelseyJPatel.com. Um, and it's on the KelseyJPatel.com. It's the super healers. And I believe these are some of the best people in the world. Um, all of them can do virtual sessions. Um, and so, yeah, but I mean, I really do recommend people, uh, ask around, ask friends, just start really claiming as well. I think get, get a pen and paper. I think your hand and your heart are connected, right? I'm so Tom's a writer. Hey, <laughs> see if you got his notes, but when you're writing from your heart center, so not from the headspace, but when you take a couple of breaths, put your hands on your heart. And just have a few questions written down on your piece of paper that you want to answer. So what do I need today? How am I feeling today? What would support me in the next week or the next month? Like just write a few questions down. Those are just prompts to get you started. Um, And or even I once heard to write, I know or I don't know. And just let yourself start writing. I know and just go or I don't know and just keep going. And when you take that moment to just take a few breaths, have your questions written down, and then when you open your eyes, just start to write and let your heart start to communicate back to you what you really need and what would be the most supportive. And one of the things I love is 
in was it 2020 or 2021 you and your husband bought this amazing tell is it miracle manor yeah so we bought it was before we knew I was pregnant. Uh, we bought a tiny little nine bedroom old school motel in Desert Hot Springs. It's called Miracle Manor and it is so incredible. It's all natural hot springs mineral water. So we have the well on property. So we have a pool and a hot tub and it's all that water. We have these nine rooms that go around a courtyard. I mean, this place was built in 1949. It's epic. And then we bought land next to it to build a huge yoga deck that overlooks the San Jacinto Mountains. And we built two private soaking tubs so people can lay under the stars and just soak in the healing water. Um, and we just have the most incredible, we have a tiny little five person staff and they're all like family and it's just really rad. That's amazing. Good, quick, like self-care getaway for LAP. It is, it is, it is. And if anybody wants to go and you want a little discount because you're going through something, uh, doesn't yeah, have to a divorce it. party discount, yeah, DPD, a divorce party discount, uh, yeah. just email info at miraclemanner.com and let them know you heard me on a podcast and please receive 15% off of any room booking. Yeah. I feel like that would be such an amazing gift for Tom to give himself to do like a little, little, like I, you know, as a mom and I feel like as women, we're so all about like, I'm doing this for myself this week, but like dads need to do it too. You know, Tom, I would be happy. I'm going to give you a free two night stay just for you so that you can in your wellness and self self proclaimed healing journey. Oh my God. Bring your journals. It's nine rooms in a circle. Uh, will your friend uh, be there, the single one that's just going through the divorce? Maybe we can, <laughs> maybe we can work out. <laughs> Wait, a singles weekend. Hell oh yeah. 2023. Uh, but yeah, let's let's circle up after because I want to get uh, both of you there, Mon. You got to go too. Yes, I'm dying to go. Yes. And then you have a book. I do. I have a book that came out right before the pandemic. I had an entire tour planned. I wrote a book uh, through Penguin Random House and then COVID hit and they didn't go on tour. But I have this awesome book that many people have read. It's called Burning Bright. And it is uh, Reiki rituals and self-care to heal burnout, anxiety, and stress. Um, and so if any of one of if if you, any of you are new to this, if you feel or if you're novice, however you are in your journey, this book was kind of like everything that I wish I would have known and had when I was suffering with back pain, anxiety, and just kind of very, very un claimed and unheld traumas. And so I wrote a book to basically help support people through any and all things to really start to help show up for themselves. It's like a little, it's as if you were doing all the sessions Monica had, but like in a little mini intensive with yourself at home. I'm going to read the book. I'm going to get the I book. I love gonna... it. Thank you. Oh well, my God. See, some... Thank you so much. Oh, so different than I expected it. This is so different that I, uh, uh, you know, because sometimes I make judgments on things that people do or and I get a bunch of fear in my own head about it. But this is just, I learned a lot. Love it. Monica is a radiant 
radiant light and a wonderful, incredible human. I'm so happy that you guys are doing this podcast. I think this is something that's just long overdue, honestly, in the world to have really radical, raw, uh, real conversation about things that people are going through and to make, you know, I think part of the healing journey for all of us is when we just hear it and we just hear it called out and claimed and all of the, all of the stuff, all of the things that might breed shame or pain or fear and hearing somebody else just share what they are going through or what they've been through. It is such a reminder of the humanity and the humanness in all of us. And we need more of this in the world where people are unafraid to just share and to claim. So thank you guys for thank creating you. this. Thank you very you, much. Thank Kelsey. You thank you guys. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh well, thank you. Soon. Okay, all the way. Bye. See you later. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry shampoo, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.